0: Hey, Hi. if you clicked on this episode, you already know that it's called frigid. Oh, frigid <laughs> bitches. So that's what we're doing
1: today. And we're nailing it. We're
0: killing it. Aren't we? That was I was trying to say it in like a frigid way. Yeah. I don't know if that came across. I think
1: it came across. I think, it, I think it's working. Sweet.
0: <laughs> today, we talk about cold bitches. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. The witching hour. Mm. Breaking up fights. Oh. Apology coffee. Yeah, I know. And telling it like it is. I can't help
1: it sometimes. I think it's good.
0: (sighs) But first, Nicole's going to take it away with our boss-ass bitch of the week.
1: Today's boss-ass bitch is Margaret Mead. Margaret Mead is credited with changing the way we study different human cultures. The daughter of a University of Pennsylvania economist and a feminist political activist, she graduated from Barnard College in 1923 and went on to get a Ph.D. at Columbia University in 1929. Mead was appointed assistant curator of ethnology at the American Museum of Natural History in 1926. After expeditions to Samoa and New Guinea, she published Coming of Age in Samoa, which became a bestseller, and Growing Up in New Guinea. Altogether, she made 24 field trips among six South Pacific peoples. Her later works included Male and Female, and Growth and Culture, in which Margaret Mead argued that personality characteristics, especially as they differ between men and women, were shaped by cultural conditioning rather than heredity. Some critics called her fieldwork impressionistic, but her writings have proved enduring and have made anthropology accessible to the wider public. Over the years, Mead became an in-demand lecturer, often tackling controversial social issues. She also wrote a column for Red Book Magazine and was a popular interview subject on a wealth of topics. She continued to work for the American Museum of Natural History until 1969 and was an adjunct professor at Columbia University. In 1972, Mead published her autobiography, Blackberry Winter. Clearly, Margaret Mead was a boss-ass bitch. Oh, hey! Eggs. she's been dead for 10 years she's a ghost no no you've met her that's so weird because she's a ghost she's a really hot ghost i don't know i think she's pretty frigid oh! i feel like ghosts
0: are frigid by definition though no <laughs> yeah
1: yeah like, like no humans
0: like in like, like you can't touch them you can't there are no warmth literally no life inside of their ghostly bodies
1: right but don't you do you think ghosts get cold
0: that's a great question.
1: Or do you think they're just like, this is my body type? I don't know, Nicole. I don't think
0: I can speak to that. I think we need to wait until we have a ghost guest on this We show. need a ghost um, guest. As a, a living in my my live privileged body, mm, my life privileged mm, body, I don't think that's that very, I can uh, comment on how of it's, you. <laughs>
1: what it's like to be a ghost.
0: <laughs> if you are a ghost and you would like to come be a guest on Hags Podcast, <laughs> please email us at hagspodcast at gmail.com.
1: Oh, my God, Riley, that's so life though. How are they going to type? You're
0: right. Come God on. damn it. Just float through the wall Please whenever you want. Please visit in our homes or places you're welcome.
1: Work. <laughs> uh, Please don't come to my home. I'm scared of you. Sorry. Uh, you can come
0: to mine. That's fine. I'm,
1: I'm cool with it. Is she cool? She's inviting that shit in. What's my main rule, Alex?
2: No ghosts? Never invited in.
1: No, don't invite that shit in. No Ouija boards at our house. Really? None of that shit. What? Absolutely not.
2: No, um... Worshiping the altar after three AM Two fifty nine. Totally cool. Yeah. Yep. But three AM is the witching hour.
1: That's uh Is it? I
2: thought midnight was the witching hour. Three
1: A.M. is Satan's hour according to Catholic Cali- Cali- Nope. Well, there's a ghost passing through my body right now. <laughs> oh, so Catholicism. At least that's what I learned. So if I'm wrong.
2: What am I Holy ghost.
1: Um Is that Jesus?
2: <laughs> yeah, it's kind of like the, that's what the the Trinity. The Trinity, is, right? they're all God. I thought
0: he was Son, the Holy Ghost, the Son, the Father, and the, the son Father. And the they're all the Ghost. same. Dude. That's all
1: Jesus. It's all the same. No, it's
0: well, all God. Who's it's Jesus all God. then?
2: Where does Jesus fit in? The Son.
1: He's the Son. Well, okay, but, but he's not the also same. the Holy Ghost. <laughs> kind of.
2: It kind of. It's Are we failing at this? Anyway.
1: <laughs> Where's Abby? Abby, <laughs> help!
2: Yeah, it's the Holy Trinity is. It's basically it is all the same. So why do you entity, need three of them? Why can't you just be like that guy? Different manifestations of of God. So they're like,
0: God, God, and also God. Yes. Exactly. Me, right. yeah. myself, <laughs> <sure>. and God. <laughs> Could be wrong about that. but <laughs> No, God, God, self, and God. Yeah. <laughs> and the holy God ghost. The holy God. <laughs> all right. We're an
1: alien. We've also just alienated all of our religious listeners. I don't
0: think we have. I think they're yeah. just sitting there being like, oh, poor fools who know nothing about religion. Yeah. Oh,
1: yeah. That's also accurate. <laughs> but like, also, those of you who are practicing some sort of religion, do you know about ghosts? Like, do they get cold? Let us know. Hagspodcast at gmail.com.
0: Either they're cold all the time or, you know, like sometimes. Okay. How do I? <laughs> you know how sometimes like if you're if like a person is cold to the touch, it's because they're warm on the inside.
1: Yes, that's I get like that I when I'm working out yeah, or so maybe sweating. Go-
0: ghosts are fucking hot.
1: Maybe they're super hot. Like like physically hot. Yes. Like and they're also so sexy. hot. Yeah. Both. <laughs> Mm -hmm. Are we just embarrassments to the world
0: only to the ghost community. Oh, okay. Cool. Mm -hmm. Cool. 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 We are shaking their heads We just
1: don't know yet ghosts
0: I also feel like the and maybe this is me like trying to shoehorn our conversation too hard into a feminist (laughs) podcast um, topic, (laughs) but are do we mostly think of women when we think of ghosts? I kind of mostly think of ghostly women when I think of ghosts,
1: you know I don't think the media has represented ghost ladies very well or maybe ghosts in general yeah, we only
0: really have well, no, Hog, Hogwarts.
1: Hogwarts, we also it's mostly have, male like,
0: ghosts in Hogwarts. You know,
1: like the they're... Moaning
0: Myrtle, but she's you know questionable.
1: Oh, she's so great. Love Moaning Myrtle. <laughs> she's she's great. mortal. Why she can't just she has talk? some?
0: You know, she has some negative tendencies occasionally. Oh,
1: I'm looking at you in the tub. I saw Cedric's penis.
2: That's good. Direct quote. It's a great scene from that movie. Oh, okay. That's Harry
1: Potter and Cedric's penis.
2: That's right. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> that's that's the new prequel.
1: Uh, for those of you who don't follow us on Instagram, I oh my post this great. I will
0: never get tired of that post.
1: <laughs> the post is Harry Potter and the audacity of this bitch. And it's just him
0: on the cover making the face of somebody who would say the audacity of this bitch.
1: <laughs> Made me die, and now I'm a it's ghost. Very good. And you know what? Pretty warm.
0: So frigid. frigid. Besides ghosts. Yep. Ghosts aside, yep. what else do we think about when we think about... Fr- obviously, we think about women. Men are literally never described as frigid.
1: No, never. Ever. No. Alex, have you Stoic. ever heard of frigid... Uh, Well, there's like the two... Can't say half. Like the old librarian who's like, spinstery frigid. She's never been touched by a man. Yes, correct. And then there's like cold, hard, bitch
0: businesswoman who fucks right. when she wants to. Yes, it's like Glenn Close and damages yes. frigid. Yes, yeah. Um, or Glenn Close in most of her roles.
1: Oh, <laughs> I
0: Listen, I'm all for frigidness. It's
1: definitely Glenn Close in hook. I want to flip the script <laughs> on frigid. Not the poo box. <laughs> the boo box. No! The poo box.
0: <laughs> I love Glenn Close so much. I want to be here when I grow up.
1: Riley, she's right behind you. Uh, uh, <laughs> oh my God, wait, total offshoot. We were at dinner last night. Did you see Glenn Close? No, Fuck. guess who walked past me? And I had zero chill. I My mouth hung open and my head swiveled jessica chastain oh my god and then i was like she's at the table near us she's in that other room and looked the, and i was talking to alex's mom and i was like look at her long red ponytail she's the greatest <laughs> yeah it was i love her i had no chill she was wearing a tiger shirt tiger mm-hmm. tiger print a dress mm-hmm. it was a, a dress, dress yeah. i didn't even i didn't even look down i yeah. had to see every i just soak up her face
0: <laughs> with my eyes that's very exciting yeah it was very exciting i love her um yes she is not frigid she well I'm, she would she, not be described she could as frigid play frigid if she wanted to um <laughs> i don't know yes only women frigid only frigid only applies to only women. women that have withheld something that someone feels that they deserve
1: oh fun right then i actually hate that sentence even though it's accurate yeah i mean that
0: that's the feeling behind behind the use of the word frigid it is not a positive word we have delved straight into negative word territory of course which is fun and full of all sorts of things but yeah for sure frigid never a compliment no
1: and i feel like it also uh has this like argumentative women are can be construed as frigid as well
0: Well, that's I think that kind of like plays into the way that women behave in the workplace, which we've talked about a lot. Um, And that like I definitely still see myself falling into and have and even though I'm now more consciously aware of like how many exclamation points I use in emails and how many smiley faces so that people know that what my tone is or Mm -hmm. whatever. I definitely still do it sometimes. Yeah, You know, even though like I would like to think that I'm a person that can just write sentences and end them in periods and that people won't think that I'm frigid wrong but i don't think that's true i don't believe it yet no i know i know that it should be that way but i still fucking do it but yeah i think that's the reason why women still go out of their way to be actively warm or more warm than they necessarily feel mm-hmm. um because the opposite of that is being seen as that like frigid or difficult or you know argumentative problematic bitch
1: yeah Frigid is always followed by the word bitch in my head. Like, oh, she's a frigid bitch, and it sucks, and I hate it, and I feel like I've been described as such. Do you think you've been described as a frigid oh, surely. bitch? Surely,
0: <laughs> I I definitely err on the side of not warm usually. Mm. Um, I, it depends on my mood. Depends on like how well my life is going. But like, I don't super like inviting people. Like we were talking about, like at work, like yeah. in the morning. Yeah. I would rather not be spoken to by anyone then potentially be spoken to by everyone. Yes. <laughs> so I will gladly set up camp in the frigid territory and just like be there and take suffer the consequences or whatever of people being like, "Riley's very cold." Then have that sort of constant expectation of being like, "Oh my god, I care a lot about all the things you're saying to me and I really want to engage with you and spend all of my energy doing this because it's exhausting."
1: Yeah. I feel exactly the same and I feel like both of us are construed as such at work because sometimes they'll be like they'll be like how did you get this job and i'll be like oh riley and they're like oh okay yeah And i'm like yeah yeah what of it bitch? back to my balloon (laughs) animal making bye and describing Uh, my breasts in detail
0: yeah so i mean i'm cool with it i also i wonder if it's something that like that we even should like give any any wait to or or like waste our time fighting hmm
1: well because i mean a little bit who cares a little bit who cares but also it makes it harder at work like at my restaurant job mm-hmm. prime example i am fun time fun time until you're not doing your job so like the person the busser runner person who is assigned to me We can joke around, we can have the best time, but if you're not doing your fucking job, that ends. And now I am like, no, coffee, table 72, water, sable, da-da-da, because I have 15 tables and I'm moving around like a million miles an hour and I don't have time for your bullshit. Um, But I also have to find the balance between like, bitch who wants the job done correctly and like, making sure I get, I'm nice enough so that they want to work with me. Right so that i can make the most money possible
2: yeah because i think the 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 problem with being frigid is that it's like directly associated with being heartless or emotionless right and that's like an unfair characterization just it's not just that you're unfriendly it's that you have don't have the capacity to be nice or have any feelings
0: yeah i think i think it's I think we should be able to live in both worlds. I think yes. you should be able to be like, oh my God, how's your daughter? Like, I love your shirt, whatever. Like, have a great day. And also be like, dude, I need you to do this right now. Like we're running out of time. We're behind on our things. Like we need to just fi- like you, right. like those yes. need to both be able to exist. Yeah. I think, I think if, you know, if you go f- full, full frigid bitch, mm-hmm. if you just like lean super hard into that and just adopt it and live there forever, um that that doesn't allow you the opportunity to have the sort of like connections with people right. and with employees or whatever um and the same goes for if you lean too far into the like i'm everybody's friend like no one's going to respect you or take you seriously right. and that's that's just a thing and i think both men and women practice that yeah i think it's just the label Only gets put on women or women of authority or women of power often that it's like, oh, well, why can't why can't we just joke around? And like, why don't you just like like me?
1: Well, you know, what's weird when a man is upset at any of my jobs, any 4000 of my jobs, everyone will say, what's wrong with what's wrong with Peter? And then Peter will be like, I'm just having a bad day. And nobody questions Peter anymore. Peter gets to be sad and no one will talk to Peter. But if I'm upset at one of my jobs, they're like, what's wrong, Nicole? And they don't leave me alone for the whole fucking day. So instead of being able to rebound like Peter does, I'm like, leave me the fuck alone, you clowns. I also wonder
0: if on the flip side of that, maybe Peter would benefit from people asking him, like, you know, from people not leaving him alone. Yeah. Like that to me feels more like a personality thing. Yeah. Because some people really do need someone to like keep poking them and be like, come
2: on, what's up? talk and I'm like don't just person. shut down i am not that person i think you get that nicole so much because you are very nice and bubbly yeah and very like personable and open and, and so as soon as you're not because you've had a bad day or whatever people are immediately like oh nicole's not acting like sh- her normal self it's not like oh she's being frigid necessarily it's like yeah. oh sh- something's off what's the deal we want like fun nicole back
1: yeah that's true i was listening to terrible thanks for asking this morning when I got to work with headphones on, and it's this—it's a an older episode from like August or something. It's called Yolo about this girl who has died many times and like got a heart transplant and how she's dealing with that. Um, and it was devastating. I mean, they're, all the episodes are devastating and wonderful, but I like showed up to work and I was like crying a little, <laughs> and everyone was like, "Oh my god, what's happening? Why is Nicole upset?" I had a a hot coffee, an iced coffee and a water bottle and a sparkling water bottle they all were just like we don't know what you want so we just brought you everything and they were like are you okay what's going on i was like oh no it's the podcast it's the podcast i'm listening to the sad podcast and they were all like god damn it fuck you (laughs) (laughs) but i knew that's nice though (laughs) like i love i do love my restaurant job people i work with and hate all the customers (sighs) Mm
2: -hmm. yeah that makes sense
1: yeah really really good stuff
0: yeah, I think it's just that it feels like men have more more freedom to do to live in both worlds, yeah. to live in like friendly, personable world and also live in like, no, I can't right now. This is business. Like, I have to do this and yes. like n- and, and be left alone if they ask for it. Yeah, and,
1: and, yeah I feel like we I, I just feel like women are more likely get to get commentary on that, even yeah. if we're just like, I'm in work mode now. Yeah. Like, there's more like, oh, you're in work mode now. Like, there's more of this, like, and maybe I just noticed it because I have never done that to a man, but I've done, I personally have done that to a woman. And I don't know if it's because she's a woman or because I'm better friends with this person. Done. Wait, done what? Like, oh, you're in work mode now. Okay, excuse me while I to. watch you in work mode. Like, I don't think I've ever done that to a man, but I don't know if yeah. I'd be comfortable enough to do that to a man. That wasn't Alex.
2: Yeah.
0: So I don't know if that's a me Or maybe you should just not do it.
1: It is very (laughs) bitchy. But also it makes whomever's in work mode go like, shut up. Yeah. I know they like it.
2: (laughs) Um, I think, as is usually the case with most of these words, the word frigid, the use of the word frigid, like as a weapon against women was obviously like originated with men being like, I'm not getting what I want from you. So I'm going to label you as like a cold frigid bitch. Right. And, you know, send you away because i couldn't get i couldn't get you or whatever it was
0: yeah there's something wrong with you because yeah, exactly i didn't get what i there want. is
1: a sexual connotation to the word right frigid. right mm-hmm.
0: when we were we were looking it up a little bit at first and yeah. there and initially there was they were talking about the stereotype of like the girl like the high maintenance girlfriend who mm-hmm. like gets her nails done and goes shopping and like needs your credit card and like needs everything and then like withhold sex or whatever and that we have yet to see that stereotype the, the comparable stereotype with men, that just doesn't exist.
1: Yeah. It super doesn't. <laughs> I would say the sort of exact.
0: like sort of like labeling guys as
1: fuck, fuck boys would probably be the closest <laughs> I can think of. I just really like hearing you say fuck boy. Fuck boy. This says, Frigid adjective. Frigid is commonly used to describe women lacking sexual responsiveness that even the dictionary defines as meaning... That meaning as being especially of a woman, because, of course, men are sexually perfect every time. <laughs> it's Max of Victorian notions of female sexual arousal disorders. See also hysteria. Mm-hmm. There you go. That's my favorite part. The female sexual arousal
0: disorders. See also hysteria because both of those things we know we're not women being like, please help me. Mm-hmm. They're like some fucking dude being like, diagnose this bitch. Why? Cause she doesn't want my cock. So clearly there's something medically wrong with her.
1: And what was the cure for hysteria? Do we need to remind ourselves? Vibrators. Vibrators. <laughs> like, come, come on, come uh, on C- guys. If you just, if you just talk to her just for like a second and be like, Hey baby, you like that? And she's like, no response. It's probably not good. Um,
0: well, that's the thing. And this is a little bit what we were, what has come up more in like the public discussion in terms of Me Too and Time's mm-hmm. Up and the, those discussions, which is that every one of those stories you hear the victim, men and women, mm-hmm. saying, I froze. Yep. Right. So if we're talking about being frigid and yeah. about being frozen, those two things are pretty similar. Yeah. So chances are, if you're getting frigid vibes from somebody... It's because not only are they not interested, but they're afraid.
1: Uncomfortable. They're
0: uncomfortable. They're afraid. They're caught off guard. They do not know what to do. Yep. And your body freezes. Yep. Yeah. Because the other option is like what what, she's going to like kick you in the face. Yeah. Like
1: fight or flight. Right.
0: So you're (laughs) freeze. We're like we live in society. We're not supposed to fight. We've been taught that our entire life. Um, And we're probably not going to run away because that feel also feels crazy right to literally like run in yeah. so- in certain situations obviously yeah. this is all situational so you're stuck between these two like impulses yes. and frozen and you know creepy hands takes that is like oh i just need to like warm her up or like some oh, fucking fuck. bullshit um and then yeah terrible things happen but i feel like we that's just like such a common thread in those stories is somebody being like i froze i didn't know what to do and even i've heard stories of people being like I knew, like, I heard stories of other people where this had happened to them, and I was like, why didn't you just leave? Why didn't you blah, blah, blah? And then when it happened to me, I fucking froze. I couldn't do it. It's just like one of,
1: yeah, I don't know. It's just such a common thread between all those stories. I mean, for those men who listen to this podcast um, and who are questioning this, I'm surprised you're still listening, number one. But number good two, job, glad you're listening. Like, yeah, so glad you're listening, glad you're here. Listen to Terry Crews. Uh His description of his uh, Seriously. is... And love he's so man. amazing. He's I love him so, so much. Especially he's this,
0: somebody who looks like him. Yeah,
1: who's like fucking built and huge. Where and you're like, stacked. you could never be the victim of anything. Yeah. It's not that fucking simple. And some agent grabbed his crotch and then said something like ownershipy over it, right? Because he was Terry's agent. Right,
0: because, and that's the thing. It's the, it's these positions of power. It's where yeah. one person has the power, the other person does not feel any power. Right, and it rarely has
2: anything to do with like your physicality or like your physical stature, yeah. right. like that sort of power. It's like it's institutional power.
0: Yeah, yeah. It's that your career is at stake. Is that people. you know
2: your your livelihood
0: or what or your reputation or whatever that there's some sort of threat that someone's holding over you.
1: But like when I imagine that situation, I I picture Terry like grabbing his wrist and snapping it and being like, <laughs> bitch, don't touch my dick. But instead he did what a lot of people do and just stand there, mouth open, deeply shocked. And then it was over and the guy was walking away and he was like, that guy just, he just grabbed my... Pi- bu- fu- it's what happens. It happens really fast and you freeze. And it sucks. And I would say, you know, like, when you're out with friends at a restaurant, eating food together, having a good time, and some random dude rolls up to the table because your one friend is stupid hot.
0: <laughs> yes. <laughs>
1: like, <Been> stupid there. <laughs> hot. And he, she's uncomfortable and she doesn't really know how to respond. So you're like, hey, man, th- like, thanks so much. Like She is gorgeous, isn't she? But we're having a girl's um, appetizer disgusting fest. So if you could just get the fuck out of here, that would be super cool. And then he looks you dead in the face and he's like, fuck you, bitch. And then walks away from the table. You you, you got that situation? I got, got it. That? It doesn't happen to me super often. Does it happen to you super often? I would say in, it happens... Well, if I go out with this one certain friend, I have to yeah. ask men to leave always, all the time. But they all call you a stupid bitch. Most of them will look at me like I am a dumpster, and I would say three out of five of them have ended it with like, "I wasn't fucking talking to you, bitch," or you know, something That's like fun that. Times. It's really an A plus situation. You should stop going to those bars. Oh yeah, yeah, definitely. <sighs> I
0: don't like those dudes. They sound terrible. Yeah,
1: they're not great. Yeah, they're not great. Yeah, but like. In a nagging situation or even when you're just like you have to choose between I, starting nice and being like, hey, man, like this is inconvenient for us. Like if you could just let us have our our time. And then I, you have to go frigid bitch after that. Once they won't leave, that's when you have to be like, uh, dude, I told you to leave and you're not leaving. So now what I'm going to do is call security over here because you're not leaving us alone. Yeah. And inevitably it never works out well.
0: I feel like I'm I don't I have I have a skill d- dealing with like asshole dudes. Yeah. It's something that I've always been really good at for reasons that I don't understand. Um I think I think it's because I can be no, I'm non-threatening mm. as a woman to mm-hmm. men, I think. Um and yeah, I don't know. I, there's just been there've been multiple times and it's usually where like a friend of the group's has gotten too drunk and is mm. being a huge asshole. Right. He's either like trashing the house we're in or is going to get us kicked out of the bar right. or whatever it is. Or is or accosting random woman, w- women and like ruining people's nights and stuff. I usually end up being the person who's able to take that person and like diffuse si- situation but without getting them mad at
1: me. But you know that person, right?
0: I usually know that person, although I was recently in the middle of a parking lot going to get my new phone at Verizon, and nice. there was a dude, um, like... Re- like there was a, It was essentially a fight, although it was more like a dude just, like, pinning another dude down on the ground um, and wouldn't let him go. And there were all these sort of strangers surrounding it, and they were like, we're going to call the cops, and one of the dudes was black, and I was like, don't call the fucking cops. That's not what we need to do here. Like, don't call the cops. <laughs> um, also because, like... Like, they both had, like, friends that were with them that were sort of, like, yelling at them. Right. Apparently, like, dude pinned on the ground, I guess. It was over a fucking stolen parking parking spot. It was, like, the stupidest fucking thing. Dumb. but This was Texas or wherever they got shot. One yeah, one I mean, it was one. just, like... And, and like... I knew that, and they were in the middle of, like, the Grove parking, like, the farmer's market at the Grove parking lot, oh, like, my the outside parking God. lot, so it was a place where I was like, if you keep doing this, the cops will be called, that's what's going to happen, this is, like, a tourist, like, family location as soon as security rolls up, like, that's it, Yeah. so I was just like, dudes, what are you doing, why is this happening, are you serious right now, you're really gonna fight this guy for a parking spot, like, come on, like, move on with your day, what is going on, and me and this, this, like older jewish woman Mm -hmm. um she eventually came in and did a she uh, she blew my mind man she was fantastic but so they eventually like let themselves go but then like it was like bros bros buddies holding him back and other rose buddies holding him back because they wouldn't stop like saying shit to each other which is another like i took your spot oh
1: yeah well come at me me. come at
0: me like that shit i was like oh my god and just like try and like Finally, I like, got one of the guys' attention. I was like, dude, are you really gonna... Like, yeah, maybe he's a huge asshole and you're totally right in this situation. Like, let's just assume that that is true. Like... They're gonna call the fucking cops. Do you know what? Like, don't you? Do you really want that to do happen right now? Do you want right the police now?
1: here? Like, do you seriously?
0: Like, so whatever. Anyway, and then the Jewish like lady walked, like, stepped in and was like, "Get back in your car. Get in your car. No, no, get in your car." And like, just bullied them and they yeah. they left, which was fantastic. Yes. Um, but in that situation, it was a stranger, and I feel like I was able to like at least like right. Did he Did he respond to you? Yeah, because and then immediately he started. He turned his focus on me, and he started like um making his case. Uh-huh. Like being like, he did this and he did this and look and like his buddy hit me and his buddy like threw me down on the ground and I was like, Yeah, man, I'm so sorry. That super sucks. But like reality of the situation right now, like you gotta you gotta leave. Like you could just leave. Just walk away. Who cares about this dude? He's an asshole clearly. Like, just go. Just go. Like get back in your car and leave. And like I feel like that, you know, there there was at least like some sort of like reasoning connection on his end of like hearing what i was saying as opposed to like because there were other people around who were like dude stop or like fuck like yeah. whatever Well, you
2: need to you, somebody needs to be in a situation like that to like bring them back from just seeing red i red. mean they're blinded by rage at that point yeah. and The general is like pumping through their veins and all they're hearing when people are like no stop what are you doing it's just like people cheering and more intensive yeah and, or people being like you're wrong you're wrong right. and he's like and so no I I'm, right, I'm right i'm right so it just back. ends up being
0: that fight and you're like wow this is a waste of everybody's time right Um, that's
1: really intense i hate watching people fight you did a great job
0: yeah i also just get super fucking calm in those situations like i just like my whole like i felt like my body like slowed down i just like walked up to him and was like hey what why even like my words i was like why are you doing this what is happening (laughs) like like i literally felt like i just like was like like a calm was like watching over me, being like, "Oh my God, why is this a situation?" Because like mm-hmm. any uh, because it felt so tense and so like and that's probably why he heard you scary like any sense I don't know what it is like my body is just like nope we're not doing that that's not gonna help and so it's just like okay let's make this as not dramatic as possible so anyway I feel like when I end up dealing with like asshole dudes and like bar scenarios or whatever it's the same fucking thing yeah it's like hey hey dude hey come here really quick um she's super not interested in you and I like don't want to make this a thing but like if you want to just leave us alone that would be a good idea and then yeah. if it keeps happening it's like hey dude I told you you're the one that I talked to and I guess it's also the same if he wants to call me a bitch because I'm just yeah. like okay yeah you're just making it worse for yourself
2: so yeah. I cool. think I mostly go
1: there too what are you gonna say babe
2: I was gonna say I wonder if I wonder if you guys are more effective with that stuff because you're women also I think that's oh, a big definitely. part of it, definitely. Because I think if I would acted the same way, yes. like this, like sort of short, scrawny dude with a beard, and I was like, "Hey, come on, guys, what's what's going on?" It would become a thing. You yeah. Know, now I'm like confronting this, and now I'm a part of this issue. No, right. absolutely.
0: We had a friend in college who had a serious mental break and was really, really fucked up on drugs and alcohol. And I mean, I've never seen anybody s- spin out like this in my life. Like he, it was, it was crazy to watch we were like constantly searching for he was constantly missing we were picking him up at different police stations i found him in an alley once with like one shoe like covered in vomit like like talking to trees and stuff like really really dramatic mental break and i was i ended up being the only one that could talk to him because he would try to fight everybody else Mm -hmm. when i talked to him i had a knife on me yeah (laughs) and my friends were in a car outside like my friend will who's like like six, four, like 300 pounds, like totally. works as a bouncer. Um, but I was the only one that could be like, hey, Tucker, come what inside. Come on, yeah. come on, put your shoe on. Yeah, We're gonna, and I, you know, I mean, I th- I, th- I think it is. I think it, it absolutely is because of our other yeah. male friends, even our very like sweet, artistic, right. non-threatening male friends who would come with the same sort of energy to mm-hmm. would try and fight them, right. physically fight them.
1: Right. Yeah. I feel like, where Riley's good at breaking up fights, I'm good at bringing people back from emotional breakdowns. Like, I I reference our friend who I didn't even remember after her boyfriend had just been killed in a car accident. And she didn't know. They announced it in high school over the intercom.
0: Jesus Christ.
1: And she, like, got up and ran out of the room. And I just, like, Pepe Le Pew style, just, like, got up, walked, followed her. And... I didn't really remember this because it was a very stressful day. So that whole day was like a blur. But she remembers me like pushing up against the wall and being like, listen, this is bad. You're allowed to feel however you feel and you're allowed to cry. But you also have to be a person. You can't lie. I was like, you're going to be fine because, of course, I've lost so many people. I think I just am better at talking about it now. Um, But yeah, it's weird. Crazy. And I don't know if she would have responded if another, if a man had gone up to her and done that.
0: Uh, yeah. I mean, I think it depends if, if there was a man she was very close with and felt right. very safe with, maybe, right. but in terms of somebody that's just like walking into the situation. Yeah. And this yeah. is, this is not, this sort of also gets filed under my category of like, there is something that women are able to do that men aren't able to do that's yeah. actually really great. Yeah. And I think having being able to have those connections or being able to like step into a situation where something's happening with strangers. And I'm not saying I mean like I definitely was taking a risk there. Right. I was assessing my situation being like, you know, am I safe? Am I like there's other people around? Mm-hmm. It's not like I'm jumping physically into right. the middle of the, you know, there's there's like common sense sort of factors you want to you want to consider. I'm not telling everybody to go like start breaking up fights cuz of course there's that can go wrong. Yeah. Um But, yeah, I think I do think that women have the ability and I guess you you see that, too, like on like cops and shit. There's like people's girlfriends are constantly getting in the middle of fights because they're like there's that like we're not going to hit a girl thing or that, you know, that sort of like look at my face. No, look at my face. This is a person that you love and trust and you're willing to be open with. Yes. Which I think is also like what we've talked about in previous episodes, too, where. A lot of times, men who don't have an outlet for their emotional shit put it all, all on their girlfriend. On the girlfriend yeah. So then their girlfriend steps into the fight and is like, "Hey, yes, the, I'm right here. I'm your Stop emotional toilet. Doing. So br- put it on me. I will take all of yes. it. I'm going to take the brunt of this. So you don't kick the shit out of that guy. Yep. And I will take it, and
2: we will go." Which yeah. like
1: sucks, but also is the reality of the situation. Yeah.
2: I think too, you know, men who are are susceptible to getting into fights with strangers yeah. um, have like already are are ready to fend off other men you know it's like mm-hmm. a it's like a threat it's like a threat thing and they see like you know a small woman who comes up to them in the middle of a fight She's trying dying. to disarm them you know that you're not a threat and so there's not any reason to like you know come at you for any reason you know what i mean whereas like another guy who walked into that situation was even with a calm soothing energy is still like you know Identified as like another dude who is potentially a threat and yeah. is coming at me. Yeah,
1: yeah. Do you guys think it's like a mom thing too, where if you hear someone yeah. like "Hey" with this tone of voice, that you, they're that immediately lady, like, Whoa. "That was
0: exactly what that was." Because yeah. because she went in first, she was talking to me and she was like, "Oh my god, what is happening? I can't believe this." Like, blah 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 blah. And then finally, she just went in with straight mom energy. Mm-hmm. And initially, I was like, "Oh fuck, like don't do, like I I would have told her to not do that." Yeah. But they were they were like children all of a sudden like they viscerally were like okay okay like got back in his car she's like I'm what like,
1: are you doing enough of this she was just like stop it hey stop it no <laughs> it was so
0: great it was incredible i was like oh my god but yeah it was definitely that like that like visceral mom like you boys you're in trouble like it was so yes. correct <laughs> and then she
1: went into the farmer's market and got an empanada and just like moved was a with great her day. day yeah she's the shit i love it was, her she was awesome oh my god Because she
0: initially was standing with me and she was like i'm gonna call the police and i was like no don't again super's like i don't even know why i get that turn i was like don't don't call the police this is gonna be on you know it's gonna turn into one of those fucking things it's gonna be on the fucking Someone's news gonna like shot. these dudes are just being idiots and assholes they just need to stop like and i was like stop dudes like you got it and then like they got them separated and it like seemed like it was moving forward and then i think because her car was just, she was just waiting in the, like, the line and she'd gotten out of her car i think she just wanted to
1: fucking park so she was like hey no Get in your car. Get st- it's over.
2: <laughs> so how did it? What ended
1: up happening? They did, left. They just they both left. left? Yeah. Oh. Well, you can't go shopping after
2: that, right? So they just opened oh, no. up the spot. Dude, and... So like,
0: dude who had t- stolen the parking spot. No, actually, I think he did leave. I think they both left.
2: Wow. Yeah. Unbelievable. Did was
1: the dude <laughs> waiting with his turn signal on, and then he slipped into the spot? I didn't even see it happen.
0: I just walked up, and they were already like on the ground fighting. So um, I have no idea, but I can't imagine that it was anything that could possibly have warranted a fucking physical fight.
1: (laughs) We thought there was gonna be a physical fight. Yesterday, we were walking home from the bank and there was this guy on like a reverse or a tricycle, motorized tricycle. And there's this car behind him driving really close and really aggressively and going, meh, meh, meh. And the guy keeps like turning around. And I'm like, oh shit, what the fuck is this? So they both pull over and I'm like, great. Now they're going to fight. This is fucking stupid. And then, t- no, they were just like The friends. guy gets off his oh. motorcycle
2: and walks up to the other car. And we're yeah. like, oh, we're about to witness this guy pulling him out. And the door opens to the car and we're like, what the oh, fuck? Oh, what the fuck? And, and it's just like, hey man, they were shooting a yeah. They, a Guy
1: was following him, shooting him on, on the bike because really I got the funny. shot. <laughs> I was like, "Oh, oh, cool, 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 awesome! This yeah, worked out. That's amazing." <laughs> but like, I'm, I'm used to. I mean, from bartending, I get the mom voice too. Look at my face. It's the first thing that yeah. always comes out of my mouth. Yeah. Why is that? Why
0: is that what we say? Because it works. And I think yeah. that's why the mom thing is a thing. I think that's yeah. literally why there's like kind of a common thread between all mothers. Yeah. <laughs> of Like how they talk to their children. Yeah. Because it's basically coming at somebody without telling them that they're a piece of shit, hopefully, if you're a good mother. Yeah. <laughs> um, but telling them they need to fucking stop what they're doing and listen to you right yes. now. You know? Yes. It's, you know, it's not being like, hey, motherfucker. It's like, it's, yeah. hey, hey. I've counted
1: to three. Yes. I've counted to, to three. No,
2: stop it. Right. Yeah,
1: It's (laughs) Mm -hmm. just like all moms. Yeah, it really is.
2: It's just got to be something that breaks their
1: concentration. And
2: yeah, yeah. All they're focused on when they're in that deep is I have to see this through. Yeah, I'm going to I got to win this thing.
0: I think that's probably where my like slow tone comes from, too, is being like is breaking whatever's currently Mm -hmm. happening. Right. Because that's and that's like. The classic, like, how do you get a kid to stop crying? It's not to, like, tell them everything is okay. It's just distract them. Mm-hmm. Like, yeah. distract them with something else. Yeah, and then exactly. all of a sudden just stop crying. Exactly. It's yeah. the same sort of thing. It's like it's like if dudes being, like, being like, oh, like, loud and obnoxious. And you're like, hey, no. Like, if you can break in with something else. Or if dudes are, like, yelling, yelling, yelling. You're like, dude, hey. Hey, what's breadsticks. Up? All of a sudden it's just, like, a different energy. Yeah. And it just sort of shifts the,
2: the thing. Yeah. Like, yeah. Mm. Which is something that you'd think you know like police training would involve at this but stage like that's the kind of it thing
0: especially does in other countries yeah right. people just have stopped <laughs> right i mean it's that's also what like that's literally what
2: diffusing a situation yeah. Is De-escalation. That yeah yeah de-escalating yeah yeah i don't know if there were like videos
0: going around of like there's a guy who's really upset and he went into a police station with a knife and i think this was in a different country because of course it was canada actually i think it was canada um, he goes into police station with a knife and he's like really upset and like crying, and, like yelling and like brandishing this knife. And cops just sort of like super calmly, just like like even just like leaning up against the counter, arms crossed, talking to this guy. Like right, not like hand on gun, like like other arm out like not like at alert, like about to spar with him, just literally being like, What's going on, man? And like hearing him out. And like eventually they get him to put the knife down and they don't immediately put him in handcuffs. They take the knife, but they like talk to him. Mm-hmm. And and like the dude then just sort of like breaks down and starts crying and like obviously like some shit is going on with him. There was another one with, like with a dude in the street with a machete and like was mentally ill and was having a was like off his medication or like having a bad day. Mm-hmm. Um, same deal. Cops coming in and being like, how can we help? this situation instead of being like oh he's a
1: threat take him down and then don't just fucking arrest him and throw him into some tank like go get him some mental health yeah care
0: yeah like come on seriously that's why our country is so fucked yeah one of many reasons
1: we closed all of our psychiatric hospitals
0: not, necess- not that they were necessarily great places. No, but... Um, I think that needs some help, too. But, uh, yeah, identifying... No, just nothing. Exactly. And same with, same with drug arrests. I yeah. mean, identifying that somebody has an illness instead of just being like, you broke the rules.
1: Yeah. And making them go cold turkey off of really, really bad drugs can, like, literally kill you. Oh, yeah. Going cold turkey off of alcohol can kill you. Scary shit, man. Yeah, man. It's crazy it's crazy it makes me feel pretty frigid frigid every time i get really cold my lips turn blue and sometimes i don't even realize how cold i am until alex is like babe are you cold your lips are blue and i'm like oh my god i'm so cold (laughs) when did that happen
0: i get cold very easily well you're teeny i don't think that has anything to do with it because i've actually started being warmer now that like my medications are correct Mm. um i think it was like autoimmune shit Mm. because yeah i I don't it's that at least i've noticed is my temperature is slightly better regulated i think it maybe was my thyroid
1: oh totally but
0: but i also think that is a thing where women are colder than men yes why
1: because we're frigid bitches (laughs) really
0: figure it out obviously i don't know i don't know though yeah it's interesting i have no idea it must be like a
1: literal medical thing oh for sure well, we often feel colder than men is because our clothing is made of garbage.
0: No, because I can like Kyle and I can be like, you know, sleeping in the same outfit, literally mm-hmm. like shorts and a T-shirt or mm-hmm. whatever. And you're not Porky Pig in
1: it. Just I'll, a shirt.
0: I'll wake up and just have all the blankets. <laughs> you're a blanket stealer. Yeah, I'm a, a 100% a blanket stealer. I also just, you know, I'll I would gladly turn the heat up to eighty one hundred percent of the time.
1: Well, see, I like it to be nice and cold when we sleep, but I think that might be because I have Alex and two cats on top of me for a lot of the night.
0: Mm-hmm. 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 Yeah. Mm-hmm, yeah.
1: I also do Porgy Pigot pretty often. It's fair. T-shirt. No bottoms. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That's all, folks. <laughs>
0: I think it's sort of go like going back to what we were talking about initially about the sort of frigid um, characterization mm-hmm. of women in power mm-hmm. uh, is is sort of I feel like born out of what we've talked about many times about like women being expected to be like men yes in positions of power yeah and and men not ne- and like men in positions of power being able to be more withholding with their I don't know, emotional energy or whatever mm-hmm. you want to call it frigid, but without being called frigid, right. Right. Because maybe it's like what people expect all women to be warm, yeah. And so when they're not, it's like a disappointment as opposed to just sort of being like, What kind of person
1: are you? Oh, you're this kind of person? Great. I hate I don't even have anything to say. <laughs> I just like hate it. I mean, I guess it's because I had this cycle of when people first meet me, I'm like, very warm initially and as they start to get to know me there's like this thing that happens where i'm like you don't fucking know me and then i'm not (laughs) as nice as i previously was and then they're confused but i'm also like you don't know me it's uh, so then they're like oh nicole's kind of a bitch and then they break through this wall and all of a sudden i'm like feelings and i don't know why that happens
0: okay i want to break that down a little bit let's do it let's figure out is this something that you know to be true or you think happens
1: i think Happen slash slightly know to be true,
0: with people being thinking liking you and then thinking you're a bitch.
1: Yes, I think that people initially. I, I think that I'm a little fake when people first meet me, and in like a in a party situation. If we're meeting one on one, or like with a couple of friends around, you're getting regular Nicole, and we could most likely bypass the bitch situation. Don't you think that everybody's a little bit fake when you first meet them, though? Yeah, probably. Because you want to put the best foot forward. Right. And so I, I have two bad feet.
0: I would argue, I don't know what that means, but I would argue
1: <laughs> that
0: everybody knows that when you first meet everybody, they're a little fake. And yeah. so no one thinks about it once they get to know anybody else.
1: Really? Do you yeah. agree with that? Yeah. Well, why don't you two yeah. just start a club <laughs> and hold hands with feet? Hold each other's feet, what like. Do, you I that. I think
2: I, I think in your case, you just you didn't have a lot of social interact. I mean, new like you weren't meeting a lot of new people. Or, oh, like, exactly. We so lived in that hole for, for all those years. <laughs> yeah, I
1: was buried underground <laughs> for a while
2: uh, until we got out here. And this is also not the easiest place to be, like, to learn to be social right. with like a bunch of strange, meeting new people all the time who are. 99 percent of the time fake and full of shit right like overly so i mean yeah riley's right i mean anytime you meet anybody it's like you're putting forward some sort of image that you're you know trying to impress upon someone right so that they want to talk to you a second time but yeah it's it's like it's hard to get used to meeting new people in this like climate of people who are mostly fake anyway you know
1: yes I agree with that. Do you? But I don't think.
2: Do you ever feel that way about other people that you meet,
0: and you feel like you you like them at first, and then it's one on one, and you think they're a bitch, but then you break through it, and then you see. I don't no. think anybody thinks that about you.
1: No. I, oh think my, I just some, feel like that Yeah
0: I think that's a, uh, I think that's man, a fear Why does yeah. this always
1: happen No uh, it's fine
0: I mean it's way better That it's a fear that you have That yeah. doesn't exist Than that it's something That actually exists
1: Like well, <laughs> it's because I think about like Oh no I just touched my eyeball With jalapeno fingers No um, So like I think it's I'm just gonna talk The rest of the podcast With one eye closed Um because I think about like interactions I've had with Alex's brother, where we were like very nice to each other initially, and then we didn't like each other, and now we super love each other. Oh, I, oh, are they eye drops? Yeah. I've never put eye drops in my eyes, and I'm a little scared. What These do I are do? These are a
0: little bit intense. They're called rot- roto, and they like cool your eyeball. They feel really good. They cool your eyeball down, and they make it feel better. So it's a little bit like menthol at first, and then it makes it feel better.
1: It's up to you. I can't do that. I'm scared of that. <laughs> um, but I do love you. Here, I'm just going um, <laughs> to spray myself in the face with this. Nailed it. Um, That was rose water, by the way.
2: Nicole (laughs) carries around a little bottle of rose water. It's great. I love rose water. It's
1: really great. It keeps me calm. Um, In between um, clown balloon building. Yeah. Um, So, I don't remember what I was saying because my eye's burning, but... um, People thinking that you're... Oh, yeah, like my interactions with Eric. Like First, we really, really loved each other. And then there was like this period of time where I was described as a bitch by people... Uh, Who were close And we just didn't get along He even mentioned it In his best man speech At our wedding Like oh Like a lot of people here had a rough start With Nicole Like, (laughs) Like Our friend Sari Was the same way She Like we were in a movie together We were friends And then I We were at the movie premiere And some other girl Who I didn't know Went up to a friend of ours And was like Oh we all hate Nicole Right she's a mean bitch And I was like What What and then I had to, like, pull Look, her I aside. Think, I think
2: that where this all Nicole's Nicole is just a very blunt person. <laughs> like, like, that's that's usually... And it's not that, that you know, anybody thinks you're necessarily... Like, that That should cause anyone to think that you're a bitch. But people, a lot of times... I mean, I think this is where this is coming from. Is like, they meet you. You're very smiling and, and lovely, like you are in reality. Uh-huh. Uh, like, there's nothing fake there about when you meet people. Like, right. you're, not, you're not actually putting on some fake thing that you're not. You're just, like... Happy to meet new people. I am genuinely. happy to meet new people. And then they get to know you more and they realize that you're very blunt about <laughs> stuff. And when there's something that rubs you the wrong way or there's something that you see as an issue, you bring that up and you're very like forthcoming about that. And then people are like, where'd that come from? I thought she was just going to be like a smiley person who doesn't actually give her opinions on things
1: that's it then it's that i'm not the most agreeable which i think that you would probably get too because if you're if someone's like fuck the color red red sucks blah blah, blah. and if i would say like oh i think red is appropriate in some situations i like to wear a red dress and they're like oh, she doesn't agree she must she's a bitch and it sounds like, like ah. you
0: shouldn't be friends with that person
1: <laughs> <laughs> that person sucks <laughs> uh, well i've had to take many women in this town out to coffee and be like so i heard you called me a bitch that's so. I've done it upwards of four times. Yeah. In ten years, wow. which seems a lot, right?
2: But I think too. It's just interesting to me result, too that you even do
0: that. Oh,
1: absolutely, because I, I want to know write that shit off. And I'm like, why? What? What is it about it? Is it that I'm asking you about why you called me a bitch right now, so that makes you think I'm more of a bitch? You bitch.
2: <laughs> Yeah, <laughs> is everything okay. okay? but that's not what happens is you actually are like you are no, honest with them, with them and you yeah. break it down and then they feel much better about it afterwards i think it's literally just that because you're not fake people are are put off by that because they're so used to people being fake honestly i mean i think that's what it comes down to is like you you don't really have the patience to like you know constantly be like tactfully saying the right thing in social <laughs> situations you just sort of like say what you feel about it right. and don't you know And don't try to sugarcoat things. And people are like, ugh. You know what's funny though? Why would you say that? Wait,
0: I want an example of things that you would have said that would have off-put somebody.
2: Oh
1: my God. (laughs) (laughs) Well, the prime example, the one that
2: where
0: Just so I can decide if I- I think you are. Because I feel like if if I had said something that would have been that off-putting to somebody, I would just be like, oh, I uh, guess I'm not going to be friends with that person, and then move on with my life. <laughs> well, like see, I I'm would just never...
1: <laughs> if I'm just meeting that person, I don't make them go out to coffee with me. But if I've known them, or Alex has known them since they were a tiny babies, like in the Sari situation, I was like, Sari, you told Anne that I was a bitch. What is going on? And mm-hmm. she was like, uh, well, you were, you know, I saw you that one time and you weren't nice. And I was like, oh, at 7.40 in the morning? Yes, I was tired. I'm tired in the morning. Like, I'm not nice in the morning. I'm not super bubbly and talkative in the morning. Neither, like, you aren't either. And people don't like that. They want, they put you in a box and they want you to be that way all the time. Right. And if you don't subscribe to that on that day, they're like, I don't know what the fuck her problem is. And you're like, it's that I'm fucking tired. Yeah. Or someone will be like, you know, how's my hair? It's like, this is the prime example. How's my hair? Does it look bad? And I'll be like, yeah, bitch, it looks fucked up. Let's go <laughs> in the bathroom and fix that. <laughs> or they're like, do you like this yeah. shirt? And I'm like, no, I don't. Do you want to go to Crossroads or do you want to trade? Like,
2: right. That and then type they,
1: of thing. <laughs> Riley, upwards of six women, tears, tears tears immediately. And I'm like, don't c- cry now. Don't sad you. Have you thought about
0: just not doing that?
1: No, because I, <laughs> listen, I don't.
0: It just feel like it would save you a lot of time and coffee.
1: I just don't. I don't mind buying <laughs> coffee ever. Or tea. I know you like tea. Um, I don't, if someone asked me, D- do I look fucked up right now? I am never going to be like, girl, you look fine. Just like if someone smiled at me and had food in their teeth, I'd be like, baby, I don't that's like, I different it's though the, no it's the same because if they're like is my hair fucked up and their hair is fucked up I'm not going to let them walk out into the world and have fucked up hair and be responsible but for that don't you feel
0: like they're somewhere in the middle
1: mm-hmm. yeah I mean I don't always sing yeah girl you look fucked so let's go to the bathroom <laughs> sometimes I'm like yeah well it looks okay I think it can be better <laughs> or <laughs> see I'm not good at this or it'll be like yeah <laughs> <laughs> and they'll be like fuck you and I'm like no it doesn't look good it doesn't look good um, yeah. like Michelle came in today wearing these hilarious leggings and I pinched her butt and was like leggings ridiculous I hate them please don't ever wear them again and she was like no if they won't let me wear shorts I'm wearing these leggings and I was like okay I love them then but like That's I can't good. see yeah, I would encourage like you to friends. do one or yeah, the we're other. best friends so it doesn't matter either
0: only find friends yes. that you can do that with <laughs> yes or Don't do it. Well,
1: that's why my (laughs) best friend, Michelle, is from New Jersey and can handle me being like, that's fucked and I hate it. She's like, I don't care, fuck you. And I'm like, cool. It's it's not
2: for a lot of people. I mean, and that's why you find yourself in that situation a lot because it's a very specific thing you're doing I know, <laughs> and so, and very specific amount of people are going to be like oh okay i like that but i Whereas, love
1: everybody well not everybody right. but and most that's people. why i
2: think after you do take them out for coffee and you do go that extra mile yeah. and you say no 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 look 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 i'm not i'm doing this just because i'm an honest person i'm not going to lie to you about how your, how your hair looks Blah 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 almost every time they've come back and been like Oh.
1: yeah! Now I'm really tight okay. with those women, and they trust one.
2: you. They confide in you. They, you know, like you, you earn like something beyond what a, a typical like, you know, we we met a couple of times and she was nice kind of relationship, right? You know, yeah, because I've which had I think like a, is what most people's relationships are with yeah. like the vast amount of people that they know. Yeah, you yeah. know,
1: I try engage when someone's comfortable, but like. I would rather be like, like Alex was having trouble coming up with conversational things to talk about somebody with in the car last night. And I was like, did you lean in and say, what's your earliest childhood memory? Like, (laughs) I want to get in the shit. Let's do it. Like, sorry. Yeah,
2: but that's just inherently a risk that you you are taking. And you're taking a risk. Like, not everyone is going to, you know, take well to that.
0: Or it's like, if that's your brand, lean into it. So when you first meet people...
2: Be like,
1: hi, I'm Nicole. What's your earliest childhood memory? No, no, No? because that's not
0: offensive. That's actually very sweet. Oh, (laughs) Mm, I don't know. So you got (laughs) to just be blunt all the time.
1: Hi, I'm Nicole, and you look fucked. (laughs) (laughs)
2: Like, I like you. (laughs) Right, because then it's going to be one or the other, and then there's no (laughs)
0: confusion.
1: Yeah, Yeah. I guess. But I have been called a bitch or a frigid uh, bitch a lot based on different interactions
2: I've had with... I mean, I honestly do I don't see a problem with the way you, you like, do that. Like, well, we're married, you, you so I'd be... That. No, but I think, I think, think the issue biased. is that you, you're constantly confused by why that behavior, why you get those reactions. And I'm always like, Nicole, it's, you're very consistent with this stuff. Like, just stop being confused about it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, he said it's okay that to do that. Just know it. Just yeah. know that's how it works. Yeah. yeah,
0: that's, I think that's what I'm saying. Like, yeah. you know, just be, just be, just do you. And if that's you great Mm -hmm. yeah it's not you're not doing something (laughs) like you're not like oh i secretly murder children like that's not it's it's not something you have to like hide right yeah no i don't
1: (laughs) i don't do that that is true do hide that i but But. it's it's not but i'm thinking about it Um, because her hair looks fucked up so i have to murder all the children whose hair there you go Uh. And also, it,
0: it's if somebody's asking your opinion, they should know that you are a blunt person.
1: Well, I've actually started <laughs> now with people who I don't know very well saying things like, and they're like, oh, does this shirt look bad? And I'm like, do you want me to sugarcoat everything? Or do you like, because I'm not that person. That's not, right. I've never been that yeah. person. That's a great
0: like mid territory mm-hmm. thing to be like, mm. like listen, so you know. I will tell you what I think about how you look, but like, I, I'm going to, I'm going to actually tell you. And oftentimes people don't right. like it. Yeah. So you have the option. Ju- yeah, yeah. Right. Yeah. yeah. If we go further, <laughs>
1: this is on this you This is now. on you now. Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. <laughs> yeah. Which is a great idea. Yeah. I do yeah. that now, but most of the time they're like. Like uh, Liz, who just actually started listening to our podcast. Hey, hey Liz. Liz. She's the barista at the restaurant. She's amazing. I'm deeply in love with her. She has coffee ready for me as I walk in. Wow. She gives me either half-calf or full-calf based on the face that I'm making when I walk in. And she is always right. Incredible. <laughs> Keep her always. She's just, she's just so good. But when I did that to her, she was like, bitch, you, please tell me the truth. And I was like, okay, we're going to be friends
0: forever. Yeah that's good yeah. i also just err on the side of like hey, nobody asked me their opi- my opinion about what they're wearing probably for obvious reasons <laughs> um but i also just feel like i don't know n- everyone looks just fine all the time yeah to me yeah
1: but if there's like you know if it looks fucked or it's super it's always it's never like i'm at work does this look okay it's always like or sometimes it is like i just braided this in the bathroom while i was peeing does it look fucked up yes you can't walk around the restaurant like that. See that,
0: but like my my <laughs> mind would be like, it looks fine. There's a little loop loopy part that's sticking out. Is that okay with you or no? Oh,
1: if it's just a loop, you could tuck it with a bobby pin, babe. But if it's like sideways going down their hair head and it's like everywhere, I just <laughs> like the microphone by accident. Um, <laughs> like you got you gotta fix that, especially because Liz is a master braider and I'll just braid it up real quick for you. We have solutions. <laughs>
2: and, and like, to your credit, you, you are very good about that. I mean, you do have yeah. like an like, inherent like intuition about that stuff. Like, you know, when they're asking you because they're just kind of insecure mm-hmm. or when you're asking, when they're asking because like they have a job interview right. and you're right. helping yes. them out.
0: Yes. No, that's yeah. an important distinction. Yes. And also you do something that I very much appreciate, which not everybody does. My biggest pet peeve is when someone points at a problem and offers no solution. Oh, no. So what you're doing also is being like, yeah, I don't like it, but here's how we can, well, here's yeah. what we can do about it. Yes. Instead of just being like, No, I hate it and then they fix it and you're like, I still hate it. Because I just yeah. think
1: I think about this is where the root of that is. Eighth grade picture day. I'm wearing a maroon button down shirt. It looks good on me. Because my budding breasts are making me feel pretty good about myself. Okay. <laughs> my hair, I'm wearing it curly. By the
0: way, budding breasts is one of my least favorite phrases.
1: So <laughs> <Yeah>. sorry. <laughs> well yeah, you they were making me feel my chubby nipples were yes. on point. Um, so <laughs> I decided, like, I got my hair, like, cut so it would curl better. And there were, like, shorter pieces in the front. And I hadn't quite figured out the side part yet. So it's parted down the center with curly hair. It's a hit or miss situation. And I pull these pieces and I'm, like, sort of flattening onto my forehead. I'm, like, flattening them down onto my forehead. Why? I don't know. I turned to Megan Megan and I'm like hey Megan does this look good she says yeah looks so cute bitch I get the picture back I look fucked up in that picture I look terrible terrible in the picture and I'm devastated because you know what the worst part is the little bangy things that I like straightened down they're like sticking out I'll have to have my mom send (laughs) the picture to us but it is so it's not good it's not good.
0: See, because I also have pretty much exclusively school pictures in which I look bad. Yep. Um, And never would I ever blame that on anyone (laughs) but myself.
1: Yeah, I didn't have a mirror. I asked
0: no, her. No, you're correct. You know? Your way is the right way. Yeah. I think this is just a flaw in me that uh. even when people ask my opinion, I'm like, I don't know. I'm the wrong person to ask. I have I have shitty opinions. But so I, uh, ask someone else or go opinions. with what you've got.
1: <laughs> you do not have shitty opinions.
0: Because apparently what I think looks good always looks bad. Oh. <laughs> That's just where I'm coming I from. I don't believe that, though. Well, no one asked me their opinion on how they look, so.
1: Riley, how's my <laughs>
0: armpit looking? Great. <laughs>
1: you know what I agree it's looking pretty good it's no,
0: pretty no, no armpit. like <laughs> chunks of deodorant hanging out that's pretty much all I'd be looking for that's, yeah that's
1: that's my jam right <laughs> yeah. there
2: I think you just have to know that you know it's it's rare especially in our culture and society for people to be straightforward about things in general I mean is that why I'm so famous and rich <laughs> it's 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 like because they're they're calculating all right if I tell her that her hair looks fucked up right now she's probably going to feel bad and she's going to associate that feeling with me. Right. And I'm, it's not worth it. So I'm just going to be like, yeah, you look good. And, if and you you're th- not going to get a... Re- but like then they're a-
1: going to see a picture of themselves later and they're going to be like, that bitch lied to me. And well, they'll never trust you. This is like
2: the Regina George effect, right?
0: This is like... Oh, the bracelet. That skirt looks so cute. Is it vintage? Oh, my God, I love it. And then she turns around and she's like, that's, that's the ugliest the ugly skirt I've, skirt skirt seen, I've seen in my seen. whole life, right? Mm-hmm. So that's the fr- and she, a frigid bitch effect, mm-hmm. essentially, is being like, oh, you didn't tell... So, I mean, what you mm-hmm. are doing is the good thing. Yeah. But I feel like if people are not used to it... Right. And answer exactly. yourself, too. Like, yeah. literally, if someone's like, do you like this outfit... You can just like, before you even look at their, before you even like take a step back and look at it, just be like, okay, FYI. This is, I'm gonna, if you want me to look at your outfit, I'm gonna check it out for real. I'm gonna tell you for real. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Do you want me to do that? Mm-hmm. And if they're like, oh, okay, maybe not, and you're like, hey, you don't <laughs> right. even have to look at it. You don't even have to form right. an opinion. Yeah. yeah. But then if they want it, then you go. But the for thing it. is,
1: once you preface it with that, they always wanna know. I always want to know. No one has right. ever turned me down. You got again. Be, yeah, it just depends on how you preface it. Right. And yet in situations where I'm actually legitimately uncomfortable and have something very important to contribute to the conversation, all I do is be near tears and grab my face a lot. And like, I don't know, I feel uncomfortable. So, you know. What's an example of that? Um, like during the tough episode when i was really tired and i didn't want you guys to keep going and i was like "Oh, about I'm, season, done, sorry. I'm so uncomfortable and i just want to go to sleep and i hate that we're still talking but you about said this. that you said all of your feelings yes i did yeah. But, yeah but i can't be straightforward about it i'm just like or straightforward but i think not, that was
0: straightforward yeah. you were just also emotional
1: and grabbing my face like yeah a that doesn't mean child. you're not being
0: straightforward it just means you're
1: also ha- experiencing human emotions <laughs> right which i think is those are for the fine. week so for the week I don't know how this whole Frigid episode turned out to be. Nicole's feelings. It's every, it's all of these episodes are all of our feelings.
0: Riley. Really? Well, I mean, it It all, you know, being Frigid is essentially like the lack of emotion and warmth and yeah. whatever. So it makes sense that we're talking about how we <laughs> handle our shit.
1: <laughs> yeah, man. I feel like you and I are very similar on that, but I feel like you're better at knowing when to be quiet.
0: Yeah, I don't super i'm not a very like blunt or confrontational person unless i'm like unless like literally like some shit is going down Mm. but like day to day i'm i'm pretty good at at like going with the flow man and, like, letting people, like, do their shit, and, like, everything's gonna be fine. When I'm, like, at my job, one of my jobs, I manage interns, Mm -hmm. and that's definitely one where I flip back and forth, kind of like you were talking about, Mm -hmm. like, if we come in, and we're behind, and and we're understaffed, or whatever, and, like, I'm gonna buckle the fuck down, and I'm not gonna look you in the eye when you ask me questions, because I'm gonna keep looking at the computer, and I'm gonna answer them when I have time for you. Right. But, at the same time, like, if we're, if, like, things are good and, like, we're not, like, super stressed out or whatever, I'm gonna, like, show you a funny YouTube video and, like, laugh with you and, like, you know, whatever, like, answer your, give you advice about shit and get into it. So, like, I think it goes, I think that's sort of, like, that's a normal thing for people to, like, have both, especially in a workplace environment, especially when you're in charge or there are people who sort of need to, like, answer to you. Yeah. But in terms of, like, friend stuff or whatever, I'll definitely give you my honest opinion about, like, your script or like whatever we're working on or whatever but like I think I'm pretty good at doing it in a way that that does not hurt people's feelings.
1: That's really good. You're really good at that. I Alex. think it
0: also is fear-based. I think I just don't want to hurt anybody's feelings.
1: Oh. So I'm
0: I'm I'm pretty I feel very strongly about letting people be where they're at also that like if someone asks me their opinion, I don't know, if they like if they like we get a lot of people in my where I work at the theater who do self tape auditions, mm-hmm. right? And like one of the things that we don't do when we're when we're putting someone's audition on tape is give them any sort of direction because mm-hmm. if they want to do a coaching with somebody, that's a separate entity, right? But a lot of times actors will ask us, "What do you think? What should I do differently? Do you like it? Is it coming across? Is it weird? Like, do you believe it? Which take do you think is better?" All sorts of things. They're just looking for. And what I really believe is that when actors are looking for that direction, what they're really looking for is validation. They're looking for somebody to be like, everything's going to be okay.
1: Yeah, that was great. So like
0: doing that, I feel like actually helps them because it opens them up. It frees them up to do whatever the best version of their work is. Right. And wherever they're at in their career is different from where I'm at in my career. Right. And while I might be able to be like, oh, you're like you're, you're fucking this all up. This is not what this character wants right now like I could do that but that's not what what's happening. What's happening is they're they've come to put their their work on tape for somebody mm-hmm. for a project and and I don't I kind of like don't want to get in the way of that a little bit too. It's like if there's something if there's something like constructive that I can do in terms of being like, "Oh, you know, it looks better if we frame you this way" mm-hmm. or like, "Don't step really far forward cuz now you got to focus." Like that sort of technical stuff, great. But like in terms of influencing kind of like where they're at in their creative journey, I feel like they should be where they're at and they should learn their lessons for themselves. And like, I don't know. So like part of me in terms of like giving people feedback or opinions or whatever, it just it depends because a little bit of it, I think, can be like, well, what what's maybe you're doing a really good job for where you're at right now. Right. And that should be celebrated and let it and allow it to be that. Because then you can like go on and grow. And like it it just because I think it's bad.
1: Maybe it's the best thing you've ever done. Like that. Great.
0: Yeah. You should do that. Mm -hmm. I don't know.
1: No, I think that's right. And I think in those situations, especially you need to be careful about feedback because they're just going to keep. They're like gluttons for it. Yeah. And I mean, that's
0: also like a business example where like we need to get them out of the room in 15 minutes. So we're just going to like get that going as quickly as possible. But I also feel that way when I read when I like read scripts that my friends have written or I don't know, just knowing where they're at Mm -hmm. and being like, what what's reasonable to expect from them? What's actually something that that they want to work on? Not like, how would I do it? Right. Not like, what do I think would be a good job for me if I was writing this script? But right. like, what are you going for? And are you accomplishing it? Or like, how can that be adjusted? So, I don't know. I often feel like, even if I think it's a bad script, <laughs> I'm not going to be like, dude, this a bad script. I'm gonna really? be like,
1: Yeah, probably not. <laughs> oh, oops. Because, I, I mean, if I send something to you, I want you to be that brutal with it. If you're like... Girl, this is fucked.
0: But what I I would but I would never say, "Girl, this is fucked." <laughs> what I would say is, I would tell you the things that I like about uh-huh. it, and I would tell you the things that I didn't like
1: about it. Would you it. Oreo it? Would you give me a little sandwich, a compliment I don't, sandwich? I don't know
0: if I try. I'm not that tactful about it. I'll just literally like break it down and be like, "What do I like, and what am I missing?" Right. Because it doesn't matter really if I like it. Right it doesn't that's fair that's fair it's like do, like i i love your and i don't this is not specific about your script but for instance being like i love your characters i love your dialogue i don't ha- i didn't get any plot right, so like that's what i'm missing in terms of the elements so yeah. like if you can find a way to get some more plot in there right like yeah if i were to step back and be like the script has no plot it might <laughs> i might have feelings one way or the other but like literally what we're talking about right is like what you've written and how it can move forward. So being like, here are great strong things that you're working with. Here are things that you don't have. Try adding more of those things.
1: Right. You know? Yeah. I mean, that's really nice of you.
0: I also think, (laughs) because there's just uh, so much shit in the world that like, some people like and some people don't like that like opinions are kind of like who the fuck cares anyway Like very subjective right exactly and like you might pitch that script to somebody and they would fucking love it and you might pitch that script to somebody and they would fucking hate it and that actually doesn't mean anything about your script right all it means is that you now those people know those people's opinions
1: (laughs) that's true that's true I've just never been I hate giving notes on scripts though I really do yeah I super hate it why um especially I mean, I'm just not that good at it. Like, if I have to write you a document and be like, these are the things I think... It, like, it's not going to happen. I have to, like, meet with you oh, yeah. and use my brain words yeah, <laughs> and just, like, crap all my thoughts out about it. But I can't, like... So, in um, page 27, I do think that Carol should definitely stab him in the throat he deserves it like i can't i can't i'll be like so i super loved this but i abs- i don't think that's true to her that she stabs him because i feel like she'd feel such extreme guilt that she might need something le- like more like a gun that she could like act ax- like half accidentally do like yeah that that's the way i have to give notes that's and i'm good. always you're, uncomfortable you good at that though. Yeah.
0: that's good. that's a good note giving yeah why are
1: you uncomfortable i cuz i i don't like it i just don't like
0: it <laughs> is it because you don't like like being an authority on it or being critical of it or
1: um i think it's just because i get called a bitch so much that i'm afraid that people because it has happened mm. you know someone asks you for notes and you're like i think you should do this and this and this and this and they're like cool i'm not going to take any of those and i think you're terrible and you're like okay so are we still friends or <laughs> are we, what are we how are we uh no oh okay uh see you never
0: I think that's sort of the freedom that, like, taking your opinion out of it gives you. Yeah, is that you can't that it doesn't it has no onus on like you as a person. It's yeah. just being like this is what I got from it. Mm-hmm. Um, this is what I'm offering to you. Yeah, if you want to take it, great. And if not, and the, whatever, whatever. Yeah. I yeah. mean, if it's if it's like if I really like something, I'm going to tell them that I really like it. Yeah. I'm not going to be like I have no opinion. This is just me <laughs> as an entity that is does not exist in human form. Hello, I'm Ghost Riley, um, but. But yeah, I mean, I'm usually going to phrase it more in terms. I'm not just going to be like, it was great. I'm going to be like, I liked this about it. Or like, this really spoke to me. Or like, you've got such great this. Yeah. Or I didn't get this. Or like, I really didn't understand. Or like, it really feels like your character needs more. Like, we've got a lot of two dimensional women on television. Like, I would love to see her have something else. Yeah. Which, you know, hopefully doesn't sound like I'm just shitting on somebody's character. I, you know, it's being like, again, it's like offering a solution. Yeah. It's like pointing out an issue and being like, do this more. And that's how you can navigate forward. Because usually if people want you to read their script, it's because they've hit somewhere where they're like, I need outside. I need outside ideas and outside right. brains. So like, I think
2: oh. also to like what what is kind of scary about the script. Like we've both Nicole and I have and you probably have had this experience, too, where someone will show you something that they've worked on and it is just straight up very, very bad. Yeah. You know, and it's and and so bad that it's hard to even go from the constructive like I don't even know where to begin kind of thing. Yeah. You know? um, and so that's the, that's the thing where you're like, OK, now I feel like I kind of just have to tell them like, yeah, it's OK. Like, good work. <laughs> uh you know like because like that's well, yeah. uh, at least for me i'm like this is beyond my help like i yeah. cannot help this person you know no i and, definitely
0: like when i was screening stuff for the festival i would see things that i was sure, just like, there's, there there's nothing i can exactly say about this
2: exactly and i work on people's things you know professionally um and i'm like wow this is you know i'm gonna do it because they're paying me but this is terrible thank god you know they're not asking me what i think about it yeah but but yeah i mean that that is the at least my biggest fear when people ask me their opinion on something is like sometimes it's very very bad and I just have to straight up lie. Yeah, and that's that definitely sucks. that. Yeah, yeah,
0: and that's sort of like an is it worth is it worth exactly. it sort of a thing. Right, that I've only done if somebody's like, hey, I want to pay you to like direct this, um, and then yeah. I'll get the th- the script and be like. I'm sorry, I am unavailable. But congrats for making it. It's good <laughs> luck with everything. Hope it happens great. Like you know, yeah. that that's more of just like get out of the situation yeah. because like, and also I guess in, in those situations like they're not really at they're like they're being like this is finished and we're happy with it. Would right. you like to be a part of it? Right. <laughs> like Yeah. Exactly. No, You're because it's very bad. Help on it. it's just, yeah.
2: yeah. Yeah. You
1: guys, I learned this lesson too late. I don't think so. No, I, I was in this.
0: Oh, I've been in terrible things. No, no.
1: I learned this lesson by doing that and then being like, (laughs) fuck this. Oh, yeah. I've been in a million (laughs) terrible things. Uh, One, literally one million and one terrible things. But I, this guy who I was in this read through for and the read through was really, really funny. And it's like this, this was six years ago, four years ago, three years ago, he made a feature. And he invited me over with a bunch of the other read through cast people who remember this. And I went over and I watched a movie that was different and it was fucking the worst (laughs) thing I have (laughs) ever fucking seen. And they had like an open discussion afterward. And then um, I didn't really contribute to it because I was just like, oh my God, it's so bad. (laughs) But then he gave us all these worksheets and was like, do you guys mind filling these out? And I was like, oh, yeah, give me the worksheet. <laughs> and I, was, I wasn't, i was like, scathing or bitchy. I wasn't like, this is hot garbage. Throw it away. I gave, like, <laughs> you know, there's not a through line. Uh, it's a confusing. Um, I'm not really sure what happened. The characters are not believable. <laughs> <laughs> um, the situation, while attempting to be supernatural on a train, I don't understand what's happening. And I hate it, but didn't say the hated part. Mm-hmm. Um, I got an email from him afterward, half thanking me for my candid response and half telling me he never wants to work with me again. Do you want to work with him? Oh, clearly not. It was fucking terrible. However, he'd made a movie after that that was much better and did very well. And now those people are like people.
0: Lou, you know, La-la-loo. like he got himself into that situation. If he's going to mm-hmm. hand out anonymous worksheets or whatever, then oh, like, they were not anonymous. anonymous I mean, if he's going <laughs> to yeah. hand out worksheets where you're not having a discussion where right. you're literally just
2: putting your your yeah. thoughts yeah. down,
0: then like he needs
2: well, the, to be able. To her point that. is that her it's regrettable for Nicole because had she not been so honest, she could have been in the better movie later yeah. on. Yeah, yeah, but
1: I tried to patch it up by contributing to his Andy Gogo. <laughs> It didn't work.
2: Yeah. I mean that's why it's tricky. That's that's all this whole all the stuff is yeah, very
1: tough. I don't
0: know. Like in that situation, like you can like I think that's just like a life thing. Like you can either live your life hoping that you stay on good terms with everybody creative in case they happen to make something good and you right. get to be in it. Or and again, like not being an asshole, but but offering your creative opinion when it's asked for. Right. And I mean, I'm a, is like, was he going to like recut the film or anything? Yes, it was
1: the third rough cut or
0: something. So that, Same thing. If it's if someone's in the creative process yes. still and is asking for that stuff, they should be fine with getting what they're asking for. Yeah. If, they, if, they, if you go to the final screening and they're like, what did you think? That's something where you can definitely be like, great work, because they're yeah. not going to it's done. I it happened already. The trees, <laughs> the trees were so green. Yeah, whatever you need to yeah. see. If you say, if you see your friend in a plane, it's really bad. Like whatever you need to do, we've all been there. Whatever yeah. you need to do to just like carry on with your lives, great. <laughs> but yeah. yeah, if it's if it's in the middle of the creative process and they're asking for well, your that's creative why
1: opinion, then I thought it could be saved. So I put solutions down. With you should do this, and I think you should do this. And if you move yeah. this scene to this point, this would make it clearer right. that this is where you're trying to go with it. And um, yeah, nope never talk to him again that's all right it sounds like he wouldn't be very fun to work with is he right behind me yes oh my god
0: <laughs> and he does not look very fun I'm to work not with. sorry
1: <laughs> well yeah. from one frigid bitch to some other frigid bitches love you yes
0: thank you for being the frigid bitches that listen to us every week
1: yay it makes us happy it, it melts our icy hearts it makes mine colder oh great but like with happiness yeah because I like to be cold good 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 good. okay
0: <laughs> all right well great that was our frigid episode <laughs>
1: that was it that was the end um please rate and review us on itunes um if you can wear crumpled up old witches or maybe the word frigid in there that'd be great sure. a plus five any stars. of those
0: things Uh, Thank you, Alex Reeves and Point of Blue Studios for producing, as always. Yay! Follow us across all social media at Podcast, And you can write to us at hagspodcast at gmail.com. If you would like to submit a boss-ass bitch, uh, we would prefer it to be under two minutes, so like a couple paragraphs, but we love hearing from you guys and your bab suggestions. So if you want to write a little boss-ass bitch profile and send it in to us, we will read it and credit you on the air. Just tell us how to pronounce your name if it's not very obvious like is it anna or anna or tara or tara you know let us know
1: also like please do that i'm not good at writing these babs you guys i just (laughs) take them from biography.com and then say this bab was taken from biography.com so if you could help us out (laughs) that'd be so good we love you guys love you so much okay bye
0: bye